Welcome back to another episode of the SVT Podcast. I am with my guys, Sam, Vince, and we got Tim's on the one and twos. How are we doing on this wonderful, wonderful Monday? Good morning. Good afternoon. It's, it, it's a Monday. Tim, it's you ruined it. Let, Tim, Tim, let's do it again. Sam, Sorry. good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. Oh, God damn it, Tim. You are the <laughs> person. We'll try again next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm new here. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Everyone great? Yeah. Good. I just great. found yeah. out uh Tim has never seen the Truman show. Um <laughs> hey, I love that movie. I just then you should have got it. the reference. <laughs> I tried doing that reference what like a month ago now at this point, and we're, we're gonna keep bringing it back until we get it right. Okay, hey, I'm I'm looking towards the future, not towards the past. All right, oh, okay. future movie. Oh, okay, I got roasted for Good Night. I'm just saying. I saw a movie. I know it's a sports show, but Super Mario was great. Okay, Super was. Mario was a lot of fun. Uh, I will put it on the to-do list. I hear Jack Black is stellar in it. So that's what I'm... Tim, you saw it, right? Yeah. All I got to say is peaches. Peaches, peaches, peaches. peaches. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's not spoil too much. Okay. (laughs) That was great. Absolutely. Well, this week we've got the uh, NBA playoffs on the horizon here. Uh, We're going to dive into an abysmal start to a uh, baseball season for us Bay Area fans, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, looking at the tankathon for the Sharks. And then also we got some uh, football across the pond and in our fellow backyard. Um, and then just to round out to the rest of the day here, just touching base on our golf experiences for this weekend. So let's just dive into it right now, guys. And uh, NBA basketball, Warriors did exactly what they had to do yesterday. They came out and demolished the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Vince, what did they what did they put in the first quarter? Uh, they dropped a Sammy Hagar on them. They went fifty five in the first quarter. <laughs> Beautiful so. basketball, loved all of it. Uh, all the young guns got good reps towards the end of the game. Warriors did what they needed to do. Uh, their last three games win against OKC one thirty six one twenty five. They win up in Sacramento, which is probably not a precursor to what's going to happen in the playoffs. And Sacramento sat most of their starters, but they went up there 119-97. And then they go a little further up north and they beat Portland 157-101. Finish the season 44-38, six in the West. And we'll be seeing the Sacramento Kings starting Saturday, I believe. Saturday, 5.30 p.m. We got the uh, primetime Saturday night game. And uh, I'm hyped. I'm fucking ready. Freaking yeah. ready. I'm trying to not swear. Too bad. <laughs> Before we get into our predictions and our takes on the on the uh, on the upcoming playoff series here, uh, Clay Thompson clears 300 threes in a season. Only the third player to do it by his fellow backmate uh, Steph Curry, and then James Harden as well. And yeah, uh, Steph Curry did it four times. James Harden just the one. So right. Uh, so right. there you go. And then our Iron Man awards go out to not just Looney this year, but also Jordan Poole, who finished the season playing all 82 games. So I love it. I love that they are able to, you know, withstand the whole season. Looney's been a godsend. Poole, I appreciate you, you finish out the whole 82. A little bit more seasoning, but I love the promise that we have going on with Poole right now. So uh, there's a couple other little fun facts about the Warriors season, especially the three backcourt teammates, Poole and Stephen Clay. They are they they set the record for most threes by three teammates mm. uh in a season. I believe I I don't remember the exact number, it's like 779 or something like that. So obviously with Clay clearing 300 this year, that helped a lot. Steph only played in 56 games, otherwise, I'm sure he would have been up there as well. And the other thing they did was uh uh, it was so 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 they just did all the threes. Oh, they also are the first three backcourt mates to all average 20 points a game or higher. Wow. Remember at the beginning of the season when everybody was hating on Clay? <laughs> 
that he couldn't shoot anymore and he was breaking stop shooting and he made 300 threes <laughs> <laughs> i think curry finished out at like 264 like curry was no slouch either so. no no he, well, he, he ended up games. third in threes this year even though yeah. he missed almost 30 games no, but I think he shot like over 200 threes this season, like made 200 threes. Oh, oh, no, that's what I'm saying. He had like two, he had 267 or, two... or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. So he, yeah. Was, so he was third in the league and made threes, and Jordan Poole had like 210. So Still impressive, though, that he played only 56 games and shot 267. Yeah, so, I mean, if he played 70 games, I'm sure he would have cleared 300 as well. So that could have been the first time teammates do that. But Yeah, you know, absolutely incredible. Ifs and buts. Yeah. Um, I, so I would, the, this I Warriors team is going to be healthy. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent they're going to be healthy. I think your oh, question wow. mark going into this playoff series is going to be one thing: what is Wiggins going to give us at the table? Yeah, you know, I think that's the the big question mark that everyone's wondering. You know, is obviously Wiggins is not going to be game fit. He may be physically fit, but he's not going to be game fit. Right. He's coming um, off the I, bench. Yeah. He uh he he not having to play the play in tournament this week means you get to integrate him a little bit on your own terms, I guess, you know, uh, through practices and stuff. So that's an advantage there at least, you know, Sam thinks that uh, Wiggins is going to play game three starting. I, did I think, say that. He, I, I, I think he'll play games one and two, but I think he'll be starting <laughs> game three. You think he'll be starting game three? We'll start uh, yeah. telling your secrets on air, sir. Yeah, be, go ahead. He'll be back starting by then. Yeah. <laughs> I put my Tyler likes to sniff stock socks when he's done with them. He told me that off air. <laughs> I don't I don't think Wiggins starts this series. My my humble opinion. Um I think he's gonna be a really quick six man, like super quick. I think uh if Poole were to start or Dante were to start, the second that we start getting out rebounded you immediately put Wiggins in. Right. So I don't think, I don't think he starts. I think if he does, it's because it's maybe a game seven and it's all hands on deck. Um, but I don't think, I don't think he starts this. I, I think he's starting well before then. I think by game three, he's the starter, no matter what I think that's, I honestly think that because he was the starter going into this year and, uh, and as wonderful as Dante has been the last few games, you know, providing that energy. Same with uh, Gary Payton the second. Wiggins, uh, when he's like ready to go, and he'll he'll be back to his regular role as a starter. And so I think that's going to happen a lot quicker than you guys do. I guess. I said oh, no, game you, three. Yeah, you and Sam I, are in agreement. Okay, the a lot sooner than you, Tyler, Captain A Chair. Don't forget <laughs> it. Don't you forget it. <laughs> uh, predictions. Let's just go into I'm it. not ready to predict. I think we have we to make doing? predictions anyway. You have to. Oh. Warriors or Kings. And if you chose the Kings, I'm not going to get mad at you. I, I, I will not. The, we will not hold that against you. What do you I, think? I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Um, I, I, I really like the Kings. I mean, obviously we're all, I think, you know, we're all Warriors fans. The Kings should win. I just don't think the Warriors are going out like like they're not going out in the first round. I just championship DNA. If you had the a heart of a, a champion, you had a label a game. How many games? Uh, I think it's going six Warriors. Okay. All right. I also have the Warriors in six, and there's a couple other things I want to add on to that. The Warriors under Steve Kerr have never lost a Western Conference playoff series. The only time they've lost a series under Steve Kerr, it's been in the finals. So I think With that the, uh, it, I'll be, I'll, I will be shocked if the first series they lose under Steve Kerr is a first round series. I'd, I'd like, uh, no matter how good the Kings are, I believe Ugh. the Warriors have figured something out at least a little bit on the road to get through this first round. That being said, the Kings are obviously a lot better than anybody gave them credit for. And uh, I, I'm, I'm genuinely happy for this, for the people of Sacramento. They have a winner finally, and this will be the first time assuming the Lakers win a game and get actually into the playoffs. This would be the first time that all four California teams are in the playoffs at the same, in the same year. 
So and California's and gonna five, set a ratings record. <laughs> all five Pacific Division teams, because Phoenix in, is in the Pacific Division. They're they're the four seeds. So uh, you're looking at a really really good division, top to bottom. And except for the that's Portland. Why, except for Portland. <laughs> well, Portland's not in the Pacific. They're in the Northwest. Well, oh, I'm saying true. I'm saying the Pacific Division, not the Pacific Time Zone. That's fair. That's come fair. on. Come on, come on, HR. You come up into my house. Come on. No. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I really think uh, the division has been good top to bottom. Obviously, you got four teams already secured in. The fifth one should get the job done. And they just kind of been beating the shit out of each other the entire year. That's why part of the reason why the Warriors were so bad on the road and so great at home is because the division was really good top to bottom. So I think that kind of starts to even out a little bit. And we go back to Sam's favorite term championship DNA. I don't think the Warriors lose in the first round. I also get this feeling that we as Warriors fans, you know, we, we kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of having good, happy feelings for the Kings, you know, about how they, you know, like, like how well they've done this year. Um, that being said, I don't think the Kings fans quite feel the same way towards us Warriors fans. I suspect they probably hate us a little bit more. If, if you want to compare it to baseball, I think it's the, the way that Yankees fans look at the A's versus the way the A's fans look at the Yankees. Like, they should, I, I, Kings I don't fans think, should chill out because I, I we gave them Harrison Barnes. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, eh. well, they they no no no. We didn't give them Harrison. We Barnes. gave Harrison, Harrison Barnes the Dallas. Yeah. Exactly. And Dallas gave. Harrison yeah. yeah. Somebody was, he started somewhere, and he yeah. started with us. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, uh, I what I'm saying is, I think they hate us a lot more than we hate them, and it's it's the same way. Like with us as A's fans, we hate the Yankees, but the Yankees don't really even think twice about us. They're like, oh, it's a cute story. I wish you guys well, or whatever, you know. So I, I think we got a little bit of that coming. So it's going to be a raucous crowd. I think. I don't uh, think for hold game on, one. But, but hold on your, your story here about the, the Yankees and, and the A's and Warriors and Kings. Is there any history between the Warriors and Kings playoff wise? That would no. be a reason why they don't no, like us. No, no, no. I think it's, I think it's the reason why I thing. don't like the Yankees is because of Derek Jeter and Giambi not knowing how to slide. Well, also, well, I mean, it's it, it, it's partly a money thing with the A's and the Yankees thing, but it's it's also a jealousy thing. Let's call it what it is. That's a that's a history of success. The Warriors have had the last decade of success, and the Kings, outside of that one, like you know, five or six year period at the beginning of the two thousands when they were, you know, fighting with the Lakers for supremacy in the Western Conference. You know, they haven't really been anything to pay attention to. So. So I think you got a little bit of kid brother syndrome uh, kicking in as well. Well, yeah, so. I have a question for you guys. So are Warriors fans warming up to the Kings because of the fact the Warriors have been so terrible this season? Mm-hmm. Like, do, do you think there's a bit of that? No, it's, I think it's um, it, it is watching your little brother grow up, right? In a sense that you're like okay. proud of them. You're super proud of them. Yeah, because right. we were the dog shit team for 40 years. Um, yeah, and, and so like when, okay. when we finally yeah. got good, it had all the good feelings, and we're seeing another team that's kind of close to us. And I'll be honest, in those early two thousands, when the Kings were in the playoffs and they were playing the Lakers, I sure as shit wasn't cheering for the Lakers, you know. So, <laughs> so I mean, I was definitely on Team Sacramento uh, for those playoff series, man. So I do have a little bit of warm fuzzies. Won that series think, against the Lakers, yeah. Sacramento <laughs> should have won that series. We that know game what happened with the referees. That game seven was atrocious uh, for refereeing, but that's a whole other story that we don't need to get into. I mean, if it happens between us where I have to get into it, then. <laughs> right. Of course. No, but, but I just will. That, that, that was obviously, you know, two decades ago, we're focusing on this series coming up. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. And the fact that these older warriors players don't have to get on a plane to go play in memphis or even down to phoenix or la like you're just talking about a nice little bus ride for about an hour and a hour hour and a half up the road up 80 to get to the game well my predictions i'm I'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a double take here i say the warriors win in six right 
So that's the that's the podcast pred- prediction. Is well, hold on. Six. If the Warriors can't pull it off in six, I think they lose in seven. Okay. And the reason why I say it is because I don't know how many games you've watched or how many you've caught when they play in Sacramento, but that arena is very eerily similar to how it was when they were playing when Warriors were playing in Oakland. Just that loud, in-your-face, hostile environment. The Kings have got a good arena, and they should be really proud about what their fans are producing over there as far as you know, make, having home court, home court advantage. So if the game has to go to seven, obviously it's going to be back in Sacramento. I don't think the Warriors pull it out in seven over there. Okay. Win it in six or you'll lose it in seven. I actually, you know, I don't hate that prediction. I think yeah. that that's, that, that, that would be a tough ask to win a game seven on the road when you've had your road struggles all year long. Um, the Warriors yeah. did win their last four out of five on the road to close the year, but at least two of those wins were basically gimmies because Portland and Sacramento both did not play any of anybody of note in those games. Before so. we jump off of uh, basketball here, just one quick note, since we know that the Suns and the Clippers are going to play. I mean, any predictions on that one, you guys? I mean, we're watching the Suns who always seem to fold in the playoffs and the Clippers who are going to be without Paul George. Who knows if Kawhi Leonard is going to play all the games? I have no idea. Um, Phoenix. Phoenix in five. Yeah. I'm calling for the gentleman's sweep there. Yep. I'm pretty much the same boat. I just, I I think if you got Katie, (laughs) if you got Katie, you got Katie and they don't have Paul George. I think Paul George is not slated to come back to maybe the end of the first round or beginning of the second round. So that sucks. Sucks to be a Clippers fan. Sorry, Billy Crystal. (laughs) I thought that was always the case. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It it has always sucked to be a Clippers fan. That is absolutely (laughs) correct. Always. You know, what is really sucking to be a fan of, the uh, Oakland A's. It sucks really hard to be a fan of of them right now. I know. I got the yeah. game on right now. Again? <laughs> Again? <laughs> Come on. Tell me something I don't know. Oh, man. Sorry, uh, guys. You know what? I did the Warriors score. Vince, you get to do the uh, baseball scores. All right. So over the last week, the A's went one in five. They, they lost two out of three to Cleveland. They get swept in Tampa. Uh, both of those games, the, the the Saturday and Sunday games in Tampa were both 11 nothing losses. So just wow. really just poor, poor showing from the A's. One of them was our uh, Japanese all-star, was it not? Uh, oh, on Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, he's only going to be pitching on Saturdays, uh, at least this year, at least for the foreseeable future he until sucks. he gets stretched out. So this is... Ah, uh, really rough start to the year. Um, they are overall two wins, seven losses. That's dead last in the AL West, and the we're nine games we into can the make year. Some serious money, <laughs> dude. So yeah. that, are you going to so bet against your A's? The window is already closed for betting on the on the win totals for the year. You can't bet on that anymore. Door shut on that one. So I would believe that. Yeah. So I asked yesterday to 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 be fair. So that that, that door shut. You guys missed it. You should have bet on the fifty nine under. So yeah. I was rough, man. I I mean, what the last two games against Tampa Bay, they both lost the games 11 0. Tampa Bay, are they own the record or they tied the record with the Yankees with most wins to start a season? We'll have to double check that. But I think they they tied the Yankees on Saturday, I think. Every game, what I did see is uh, a record for Tampa Bay is every win has been by at least four runs. And that's the first time that's happened. So they're, um, they're, they're taking care of business big time, at least to start this year. Vince, just real quick. I'll, I'll do the giant scores. If you could pull up the chart sheet, did anybody pick Tampa Bay to like come into the playoffs or win? I no, no, remember. we all had them off. Uh, no, no, nobody on our podcast had them. That was an oversight by me, at least. Well, it's early. It's early. Things can change. No, they make it always change. (laughs) I'm calling it right now. I was fucking wrong. See, you You heard it here first. We we can't be wrong. Not this early in the season. No, no, it's plenty of time for us to be completely perfectly right. Like we always are. Um, (laughs) Uh, So early in the season right now, the Giants are uh, currently fourth in the NL West here, four and five. Uh, this last uh, couple of series here, they played the White Sox. Uh, they won uh, two out of the three 
uh, taking them on the road there. And then they come back home to play Kansas City and proceed to lose uh, two out of the three. So, you know, it's a kind of an even scale situation here. So I think they're also tired and done of seeing AL teams for the foreseeable future because I think the Giants are playing uh, the Giant, I mean, the Dodgers tonight. So, yeah, they're finally on to the National League portion of the schedule. Yeah. So I don't know when the A's are going to start their National League uh, schedule, but I'm sure it's coming up soon here. So. Yeah, I mean, you got to play every team now. So, mm-hmm. so you're going to see a lot of uh, interleague play throughout the entire season now. Instead of 20 games, it's it's a lot more now. And I, I'm glad it's happening. There's no reason for it not to be. It, who needs to see the A's play the Mariners 19 times? Fucking nobody. So, so I'm, I mean, maybe, I'm maybe they... the Mariners, dude, get them in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I sure as hell don't need to see it, but I don't know if (laughs) if I'm looking at my schedule and I see the A's are coming to town or I'm going to the A's, I am circling every single game. Like we need to win every single game against them. Now they're professionals. Any, and we, you know, even the worst professional teams could beat any best college team. So, I mean, literally when you go into a season, you pencil in a third of your games as wins and a third of your games as losses. And what separates the good teams from the bad teams is the bad teams will lose almost all of those middle third. The good teams are going to win almost all those middle third. So there you go. There's your difference. The A's 60 wins, 102 losses. You're talking 54 games is is when you break it out into thirds. So, I mean, you lose six, uh, you only win six of those middle third games. The good teams getting a hundred wins, you win all but eight of those. So yeah, right. it's, it's, it's a mess, man. Right. Well, uh, unfortunately, do you, even see, do, you, do you guys even see any silver linings on this, on this A's? No, not even at like, all. I, like there, cause there, there's a lot of young players. Do you see any of these young players just like, hmm, that's a building piece. Like oh, that might be something. Ke- Kevin Smith just got called up again and he, he's been raking in Vegas. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see if he he had problems last year hitting. We'll see what happens this year. Maybe he's figured something out. Okay, there but isn't are, anyone that I think is is when I look at him like, oh, that's that's a set piece that's going to be a great player. You know, yeah, like agreed. Like Nick well, Allen is probably the only one, and he can't hit. I mean, he played for Team USA preliminaries to get him into the World Baseball Classic. So, you know that that's probably the most prominent player we have. James Caprillion. I mean, he's probably one of our better pitchers and he'll probably be a Yankee in like two years. So, you know, I don't see anything that I think is promising. Ramon Laureano's gone after this season if he's not gone by the trade deadline. So, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no silver lining. There's no promising with this team. So, well, yeah. And are we still on the same track record of building a really good team, building players, and then halfway through the season, they get traded off? Is that, are we still doing that? Is we're, it... we're so bad, Tim, that I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know news. if. Uh... Oh, like, I, what, like, like, the question seems absurd now because it's like, what do you mean? Is there any players? Hey, it's the like, A's got a double there aren't. now. So. <laughs> like, even, oh, if wow. even if they are built, they're going to be traded off, right? But, so, but Tim, we're what kind so, of question is that? <laughs> we're so bad that I don't even know if we have enough talent to trade off. Yeah, oh, uh, Ramon Laureano is the one piece, and basically we need him to perform well. Just so that way, when we do trade him off, we get anything of value in return. Okay, and, fair enough. Let's. And, uh, I mean, Caprillion's the other one. Well, I'm gonna bring up the A's roster because I'm like super curious. I got the I got the A's game on, and I was just asking myself this question: like, man, like, who are some players that you're really you're, excited for and your top pitchers is kyle tough. is kyle moeller and james caprillion that's your top pitchers that's it trevor may is not a top pitcher kevin I mean, you hope is- adam aller turns into something yeah there's a lot I mean, of hope in happening and if you and, Ling- if, and if your plan is hope you don't got a plan mm-hmm. yeah they're not going to trade shayling leers that's not going to happen but um that's probably your silver lining is your catcher and maybe even keep a starting pitcher of some sort, you know, like Kyle. But the, so Kyle Muller and Shay Langley, we got them for the Olsen trade. I believe yeah. both of them were yeah. for the Olsen trade. So 
that's probably your two best prospects that, that you have that are starting for you. But I know, honestly, I mean, Shea's probably ready for the big time. Kyle Muller's looking great, but I don't know if he's going to last a whole season. That's, that's to be determined. But other than that, your outfielders are subpar. Your infielders are subpar. No offense, Tony Kemp, but your infielders are subpar. You know, there's nothing really to cheer for, to be honest with you. Well, who knows? Maybe some player JP has a Sears went play. tonight. And he, we got him from the Yankees. So, you know, I don't know what – I think it, that was for the uh, trade for um, – oh, what's his name? Who got the suspension banned for like 80 games? Uh, anyways, it, it's there. I just can't yeah. think of it. But I think that was the <laughs> trade for that too. So, again – the A's are really good at getting 2B and L, players to be named later, or cash considerations. So wow. that should be your two names on the back of your jersey if you're an A's fan, unfortunately. <laughs> also unfortunate, let me get into this here. If you're a Pirates fan, I'm sorry, your uh, top shortstop there, O'Neill Cruz, fractured his ankle on a play while facing the White Sox this past Sunday. Uh, Cruz's slide <laughs> led to both benches clearing. No ejections were issued. It was a play uh, at the plate. By yes, the way. correct. So oh, okay. let me address this and that there's, I don't remember who came to argue with the uh, catcher and then the fight broke out. It, it was a guy in the batter box for, for the pirates. And I, I don't know why I'm done with his name right now, but anyways, this is totally on O'Neill Cruz. And if you watch it, O'Neill Cruz made this last minute decision to slide at the very end which was a very similar play to how Buster Posey broke his leg. Um, so it was a very dangerous play for both players. So O'Neill Cruz should have slid the whole time, but I'm not going to give him full credit of it being his fault. The, the player that was in the batter box, I mean, in the uh, uh, circle waiting to on deck circle, waiting to go to bat, he should have been near home plate telling O'Neill Cruz down, 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 or up, up, up something. Right. Didn't do anything. Never moved from the batter spot or from the uh, circle, right? Never moved. So O'Neill Cruz gets hurt. He barks at the catcher because the catcher obviously took offense to a late slide that could have blown out his kneecaps, right? And then that's how the ejection happened. So two things. O'Neill Cruz should have never slid that late. And whoever was in the uh, on-deck circle should have sprinted over and told O'Neill Cruz down, down, up, up, something. So it's unfortunate both ways. Left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, start. Got to say something, man. That's right. Got to get, say to something. Gotta get that cheat code in, man. You know, like it's when you play basketball and you got to say left, right, when someone's screening you. If you don't say anything and you get popped, I'm going to be pissed off at you. <laughs> say something next time. Don't just let me leave out to hang out to dry here. So um, any notes on the Pirates, guys? Who, who's going to have a better season this year, Pirates or the A's? Well, they lost their uh, their guy O'Neill Crusoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. Uh, that's just because we haven't lost our guys yet. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm. I hate to say it. I'm trying to find the positives. Um, to be an A's fan, but the, I I don't think they're going to be a very good team. So, I I, I just am not going to be surprised if they have the worst record in the league, and that's really tough to say. They're, they're going to not be a good team for a while. That's that's the other problem, too. And honestly, like turn it the, around next year. The only news that matters about this team is stadium related at right. this point. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. honestly, yeah. it, it, it sucks wanna, that the A's are going to suck, but I do until wanna, we have resolution on this, you know, who gives a shit? Yeah, Vince, I'm sorry for interrupting. Um, oh, no, you're good. I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I was, I'm not like big on social media, you know, um, but every now and then I, I read stuff and I, I <clears throat> today I was on uh, Reddit and I was reading a bunch of comments about kind of exactly what you're saying. And the conversation on Reddit went very similar to what we're having on the show where we're, we're, we're talking about the A's and then it, the conversation is overtaken uh, by the stadium, which then turns into John Fisher. So there's like, I've never seen so much John Fisher talk ever in, I mean, did you guys see the, the video by, um, um, Amendola? Yeah. 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 Uh, we yeah. posted it for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wanted to get your blood boiling today. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I was just like, it's, you know, that video, I, I don't know if it went viral. I mean, I guess it did. Right. Like that was a pretty popular video. And I was in the comments just reading and like so many people were like, John Fisher's the problem. Like this problem, the A's problem of not paying stars, not keeping stars, not truly being competitive on the field is going to be a problem no matter what city they're in with what stadium they have, because it's not about winning and it's not about it, it being the best sports franchise. It's just part of this guy's collection. Like, yeah, he, he yeah. does not care. And it's not just the problem of the A's. It's the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's Tampa Bay. You know, I know Tampa Bay, they're really good right now. And they paid uh, they paid their shortstop, I believe, last year or two years ago. Um, Wander Franco. Yeah, they paid him. The A's don't even have that. We don't even no. have the the last guy was Eric Chavez. The last guy, the, the A's like, we're going to keep him. We're not going to bend our, we're not going to give into this money ball bullshit. Pay him. Eric Chavez. It's the last guy. And then thanks for bringing back Hudson and Zito for uh, those farewell tours or, um, you know, yeah, it's just so tough, man. It's not going to change until John Fisher's out of the picture. And I'm just glad that somebody in the national media is actually seeing the situation for what it is, man. And uh, shout out to Amendola for actually talking about it in a way that's honest to what's actually happening Absolutely. to the, to the A's fans. Yeah. And we'll put a, um, if there's we'll more put a people, link on our YouTube page too, for that Evandola thing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as, as yeah. soon as, uh, if, if more pressure could be put on John Fisher by the, you know, the national media, the sooner that this actually will get resolved. Cause right now he's, I mean, he's been hiding in silence since he bought the team. Like uh, there's, there's only, Two fucking pictures of this guy in existence at this point, man. Like, it's ridiculous. What what I don't understand, right? Put up the card, Tim, in editing on the video feed. You got to put up the the baseball card. You know what I'm talking about? I want the baseball card right here. John Fisher. This is John Fisher right here, right here, right right here. What I don't understand is that the A's were the fifth most profitable team last year, right? With Hmm? one of the worst records in, in baseball. Okay. So what I don't understand is if I'm a Padres owner, if I'm a Yankees owner, if I'm a Dodgers owner, hell, if I'm a Giants owner, and I'm investing money into my team, and we're spending all this money to be profitable in sales and be a winning team, only to have a team who makes more than you at the end of the year and spent less on players, how does, not, how does that not infuriate owners to the point where they want to get together and say, I want to oust this guy. It's a it's group. not just less. It's not just like he's spending less. He's spending astronomically less too. It's right. not like but, but it's, it's not like you, I spent table. ten and you spent eight. It's like yeah, but it's a board table, right? So the owners all make money. Let's yeah. let's be honest. But yeah. if no team in making, baseball is losing money, right? No if team. One in team is making money. more money and doing less for it. I would argue that some owners are upset with that. How are we, how are more owners not being vocal about it and wanting to oust John Fisher because it's not a good look for them, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think they're entrenched, right? Like, you, you, you know, one of the rules of ownership is like, you can't come out and like slander your, your business partners. Right. Um, Bad for the brand, you know, like we see it more in the NFL, right? But like when Jerry Jones gets involved, it's like Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft don't agree on something. <gasps> you know what I mean? Like it is fucking chaos in the NFL. Um, you know, uh, the knucklehead in uh, Washington, he's selling the team. Dan Snyder, yeah. The owners don't want him. Like, you know, the, the NFL don't want him. He's out. Like he's selling the team. But why can't that be a thing for the MLB? And Vince, to your point, Bad for baseball, bad for the brand, bad for the bad. But you know what? You know what's bad for the brand? The problem is bad for baseball is a team owner who doesn't spend any money and then you don't get any TV rights. 
you yeah. don't get any jersey merch sell you don't get anybody buying tickets to your stadium so it's a collective thing that doesn't I just affect it's... oakland affects baseball i agree with you dude but i think it's different in the nfl because there's like a salary cap and in the nfl like there are teams there's there's franchises who were were terrible for a number of years like cincinnati right they would never pay anybody they couldn't draft well like the cincinnati Bengals were terrible for years and you know that was like that's kind of the only owner for a while cincinnati um i guess san diego got cheap for for like in the 90s they struggled like there's definitely teams that were like more bot budget you know uh concern but there's also, I would say, a majority of the league is trying. Like, the Raiders have been terrible, but they've always, like, had money to go after a big free agent. They just gave the money to the wrong guy, you know? So I think there's more teams that try to go all in. It's just they they didn't figure out the puzzle. Where, like, in baseball, you have, like, I would say a majority of the league is like the A's. Like, it's very few teams that are, like, really pushing. Like, really pushing. We're own- it's a, there is no salary cap. If this was the Golden State Warriors, we would have, like, the Joe This We would have no concerns about any of these players ever going anywhere. You know, like, this, off- this past offseason, Joe Lacob would not have destroyed this team. Like, it would be a, that would be an owner 100% in 100% of the time. And so would the Lakers and so would the Knicks and so would the Bulls and so would the Heat. Like you can say way more teams in football in NBA with ownerships that would be 100% in than MLB. Like, it's, you know what we need to do? We need to, they we all, need to it's all of them. We need to advocate across other sports boards to have Joe Lake be the owner. Instead of like saying when you go to the big board game at the Warriors game, instead of saying happy birthday, it just says, says happy Joe Lake up, please buy the ace. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it, it's just like, it's such a entrenched thing. Like, you know, there are the, these baseball owners are so involved in, in financial things that, you know, like, John Fisher, right? Like we've been kind of sitting on some things for a little while. We we were doing some research for the A's and we found out like John Fisher's involved in so many financial avenues. And it's just our our heads are we're spinning. You know, like they were like we're not inve- investigative reporters here. You know? We're not we're not breaking news, you know. Yeah. Um but you know, he's involved in in Redwood, he's involved in construction. He's involved in all kinds of shit. Like th- this guy's charter well, schools and like charter all kinds schools. Of things. Yeah. And man, it's a rabbit hole. And we started to do the research. We were starting to do the reading. I don't know where it goes, but this guy is involved with politicians, with local politics, national politics. It's all there. A simple Google search got us there. You know, and then we called around, like we called a few people, we spoke to reporters, we, you know, we spoke to people in the, these communities that he's affecting, because it's not just Oakland that he's affecting. It's a, it's affecting Northern California. It's affecting the lumber industry, the timber industry. It's affecting inflation. You know, his business partner, Lou Wolf is one of the biggest construction people in the state of California. And John Fisher's in business with him, so you can control the materials, you're controlling the labor, you're controlling the contracts, and these buildings are, are you know, uh, uh, housing, right? A lot of these housing contracts are going to subsidiaries of Wolf and Fisher. So not only do they own the construction, they own the materials, they work with the politicians. It is a, it's... It's a mess. Yep. It's an absolute financial mess. Essentially, like essentially, like the conclusion at this point is that the A's are the lowest priority on his list. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. it's like Doing... that's why things suck. This dude, <laughs> because... <laughs> if you're in California, 
and you work in, if you just go buy wood, Mendocino Redwood and Humboldt Redwood is like the biggest fucking supplier of redwood materials. California, oh, you talk to a homeowner, my house is built out of redwood. Well, that's great. You know, because there's this, the original timbers, right? So there's this mystique of red, and redwood's great. Beautiful. I work in the in the lumber industry. So it's beautiful. But when you're a builder who can control your materials, you control the manpower, and you get the contracts, like the A's, they don't, John Fisher doesn't, John Fisher, Lou Wolf, who is still part of the A's, um, and Lou, Lou Wolf's son is also a part of the A's. Mm-hmm. Um, they they're running the team. They don't care about what's where the stadium's going to be built because they're going to own the construction. Right, the government is going to pay them to build their shit with their materials and their manpower, and the, and they're going to get the tax breaks. Like, it's free. It's fucking free, and they're profiting off it, and nobody is like, except this one time, this one major reporter said it, and um, the shit needs to change, man. They ain't never going to win until this motherfucker's gone. I'm done. I'm out. I agree. <laughs> Popping we'll, off. We'll, we'll, we'll kinda, uh, Sam, you, you, block, you blacked out a little bit there, bud. You okay? Yeah, t- yes. <laughs> take a water. sip. We'll take give it to the masses, man. We'll give it to sorry. the masses. <laughs> Whoever wants to hear more about this, man, please don't be shy to hit us up. We would love to talk more about it if you if you're more interested into it. So, uh, one last note before we take before we jump off of the baseball here, uh, Frankie Montes. That was the name, Frankie. Yeah, Montes. I was trying to indicate throwing a pitch because I knew it was a pitcher. Um, yeah. But you I know what? I remember Frankie that Montes. trade now because it was like, I think we all looked at that trade and we were like, "What the fuck?" But it was just we, Sweet Lou. You know, sweet Lou. Yeah, we, we, we were more see, we, we were excited get about Lou. getting rid of Lou Trevino. <laughs> That's true. More Poor than guy. we cared about what we were getting yeah. back for Frankie Montas. I got to yeah. check in on how he's doing. I hope he's doing good. He gave us one solid year, so I don't want to crap on him forever. But it was rough. I hope yeah. he's doing good now. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of doing rough, but cheering for rough, the Sharkies. We are trying so hard to get a first number one overall pick definitely getting a first round pick but a number one overall pick um look last week sharks made me nervous they were they were playing their hearts out not to say they are now they still are but they were winning games stop winning games play your heart (laughs) out but lose lose in pride and it looks like this week they uh they lost in pride again so vince what are the scores we got this week? so uh they lose uh at home against colorado excuse me four three in overtime and then they turn around a couple of days later and lose at home against Colorado 6-2. Uh, that's right. The schedule had them playing Colorado twice in a row at home. Uh, Baseball series. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've seen the home and home where, like, you go play at somebody else's home and then they come to yours in, like, basketball and hockey. I've seen that before. I haven't seen this before very often where they play the same teams twice in the same arena. Anyway. Then they go to Edmonton and absolutely get their shit rocked. Uh, uh, 6-1 was the final there. They're currently playing in uh, in uh, Winnipeg, and they were losing that game at the end of the second, and I'll give you the final score next week on that. They're currently 22 wins, 41 losses, 16 overtime losses, which, of course, is 7th in the Pacific, 14th in the West, 29th in the NHL. There are only 32 teams. Uh, and the overtime loss is pissing me off again because the, uh, the, th- the, the other two teams that are below them, Anaheim and Chicago, they actually have more wins on the season than the Sharks do. But because the Sharks push the games to overtime, they, c- they have a, quote, better points percentage, which means that they're higher up in the standings, even though they've lost more games. So, again, uh, th- this is just my own little war that I'm fighting. Get rid of the overtime loss. We don't need it anymore. There's no more ties. Fuck offs. So I've been uh, simming the uh, 2023 NHL draft lottery here. What since you've been talking here? Okay. And uh, it's about the 15th time I've simmed it, and um, the Sharks have not moved up past three. So I'm real nervous here at nine and a half percent here. So <laughs> I know this is a simulator. Don't take it serious, but um, 
Yeah, man, I mean, it sucks that Anaheim is, is is ahead of us. That sucks real bad. It's always darkest before the dawn. Just remember that. <laughs> shake it off, shake it off. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I think the Sharks also signed a, a goalie for the rest of the season too. Uh, uh, well, no, it's it, his contract starts next year. Um, right. Okay. Um, so it's not for the rest of this year. It's actually like his contract will start next year, but they did get pen to paper on one of their uh, uh, college uh, people that they have the rights over. So good. Cause uh, uh, our, our, I'm not even going to name him anymore. Our goalie can, can go kick rocks for all I care. Capo, so. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. James Reimer. Capital uh, yeah. Kakinen has not been playing well either, but he hasn't done anything outwardly evil. So. So how are we looking? I mean, what do you think Vince, as far as your chances, nine and a half percent to get a number one overall pick? Well, I mean, Hell, you one, could drop. You could drop below. Yeah, you could yeah. Drop. I mean, I mean, there's still three games left in the year. There's, uh, they they still mathematically have a shot at getting it if Anaheim and Chicago both win a couple of games, and uh, same uh, with Columbus. Columbus as well. But you know, wh- whatever. Um, I, a, a one in ten chance. I mean, weirder things have happened. Yeah. So. Uh, if you if you're gonna tell me that that we're going in with a you know ten percent chance a twelve percent chance, uh, the team that ends up with the best chance is only gonna ha- is gonna have maybe a one in four chance at the number one overall spot. So, I mean that that getting dead last is certainly no lock on getting the number one overall pick either. So I'm sure. you know uh, it, it it would suck to not have it, but. I'm not going to be ripping my hair out over it. You know, if it, if it doesn't happen, uh, I just, I, I just hope n- nobody from behind the sharks leapfrogs them in front of them. That would, that would kind of suck. That would be a little bit of a, a pain in the ass. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think if Columbus gets Connor Bedard or God forbid, if Chicago gets it fine, whatever. Right. Like it just seems like the best players end up on the East coast anyway. So, you know, I mean, Chicago's kind of East Coast-ish, but but if Connor Bedard goes to Anaheim, man, that's just infuriating. That would just piss me off so much. The fact that we'd have to see him that much too, that yeah. was super four, infuriating. Four or five games a year, just like yeah, God, that was that would be rough. That would be very rough. It's yeah. like no. that ex coming back into your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Aww. I mean, it's 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 a little different <laughs> because we didn't even break up you know with Connor Bedard it's it's like if, if, if we drafted Connor Bedard and then traded him immediately and then had to play him four or five times that's more like the X but like this one it's just we couldn't even this get like out a on a date great great way Buffalo <laughs> you're like oh I see it I want it can't have it can't, can't have the great white Buffalo, Buffalo. <laughs> look don't touch <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I want to talk about some good old football and then we'll jump into soccer. Those are the same thing. We're talking about the same thing. I just want to make sure okay. people are aware yeah. of this. Yeah. 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 We know. I, uh, I want to jump into the big game of the day. Vince, I led you astray. I told you the game was like 1045 or 1145. I was totally wrong. I woke up at 730 and the game was like 12 minutes in and I was like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, so I wasn't going to Rex- be able to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so Rexham played the big game. The game I've been talking about for weeks on it. They played Knotts County and they beat the brakes off them. Well, they didn't beat the brakes, yeah. but they won 3-2. Our goalie for Wrexham, who they signed with only eight games left because our other goalie got hurt. Pay him whatever he wants. I think he's going to retire at the end of the season anyways because he's super old. He literally saved the game. So it went into Knotts County scores with like extra time. I want to say it was like three minutes uh, in the first half. Go up. And then Paul Mullen equalizes. Paul Mullen gets another goal. Then there's a penalty kick. Um, what ends up being the, the end of the game here is we're in extra minutes. It's a penalty kick with Knotts County going against Wrexham. We save the goal to save the game and to Dives save right, gets seat. a mid on it, um, forces a corner. Uh, then Wrexham clears it out. Game over. Wrexham's in the driver's seat, baby. I mean, yeah. If you get the chance to watch that game, it's it's honestly an enjoyable football match to watch. I mean, to say Knott's County was a little bit physical, maybe sometimes at the borderline too much physical. Yeah, maybe, but 
it's two best teams and reality they only take one automatically the other one's got to play in the tournament so they're playing for their lives both teams so i'm not upset with the way Knotts county played at all but i will tell you this though is that whoever so, so rexham's is, gonna go to the little playoff no. no right now they're in the driver's seat to skip the playoff entirely and just get promoted straight away because the the, they level. would be the number one yeah right, right. now yeah so currently they're they're three up on Notts County because they won, right? Okay. Yeah. And three their points magic, for a win. Their magic number to move on is seven points, right? So there's four games left for Wrexham. So theoretically, all you need to do is win two games and tie one. That's all you need to do. And you move up automatically, right? If I'm Wrexham and I'm Phil Parkinson, their owner, I mean, I'm sorry, their manager, I'm winning all the next three games. I'm doing whatever I can, give it everything you got, win the next three games. And then the fourth game, you can play whoever you want. So I don't care. You're a, already in. It's a party. It's a party. Yeah. yeah. I don't the care if you play fucking the kid down the street. Put a jersey on me. You want to play? Come on, man. Get in here. I'll side you for one day. I don't care. Don't win or lose. I'm still winning. So win the next three games. All you got to do. It sucks they lost on Friday. Um but that's okay. You got the big win against Knotts County. That's the one that mattered the most. So just win the next three games. That's all you got to do. That's all they got to do is win the next three, and it's they got they control. That's their own it. Fate. They control their they control their own fate. So yeah, you can't yep. lose okay. any games. Can't lose any games. Don't give Knotts County a breath of fresh air. To, but to at the same time, like they would need to lose, and Knotts County would have to win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Knotts right. County is trailing. Yeah. Right. So, so if Knotts loses their next game. Like the magic number then becomes uh four. Well, it depends on what 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 Wrexham does, but but right. essentially, if Knotts were to lose their next game, the magic number goes from seven to four. So if that was the case, then Wrexham would need to win a game and then tie another game. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Right. But right. control your own destiny. Just just win the next three games. And it's a party. You can pop all the champagne and you can drink uh to your Welsh's heart content. So no pressure, uh, just no win. pressure. Just win. They've been doing it all season. It's also the first time that two teams in the National League have scored over 100 points um, on their table. So um, I hope Knotts County gets to go to the next round, too. I'd love to see them again. That was a fun, competitive game, and I would love the chance to see them twice again uh, in a season. So hopefully they come up, too. All so. right. All right. Coming back across the pond in my boat over here, we are going to uh, look at another John Fisher-owned team. So, Vince, take it away. All right, so the San Jose Earthquakes, they go play the New York Red Bulls, and they get a draw 1-1. They are currently three wins, two draws, two losses. That's 11 points. It's sixth in the Western Conference through tiebreakers, but fourth, fifth, and sixth all have 11 points. Obviously, it's early. Everybody's still kind of bunched up right now. Uh, Espinosa got a goal in the 80th minute, so he, he scores late. Um, the Red Bulls bar uh, uh, substitution Barlow tied it in the 17th minute of stoppage time. That is not a typo. There was a, an investigation for more than 20 minutes uh, due to uh, allegations of like racist comments against Abobasi in the courts of the second half. Um, so they they stopped the game and investigated it and tried to figure it out uh, in the in the middle of the of the match. And so they took like 15 minutes to figure that out. And so that's, that's how you end up with 21 total minutes of stoppage time. Wow. And hey, wow. Hey, hey. I Who thought that, that that was a typo. That? Did you say that? Yeah. Did yeah. So I, I, I honestly, I, I caught the uh, end of the game. I caught the, the, the equalizing goal. So I, they, uh, I didn't even realize what happened. They had Rendon from the angels. Walk around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you um, call me? Did you call me that? Yeah, no. Is it so, you? <laughs> Did you bite your tongue at me, sir? Uh, I do not bite thee. <laughs> or whatever. Bite, bite my, my tongue thumb. at thee. I do not bite my thumb at thee. <laughs> I bite my thumb, but not at thee. That's crazy. Are, 17 extra minutes, though. We're wow. cultured as fuck, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Shakespeare for you, motherfuckers. 17 minutes, huh? Well, I mean, that's basically, you know, it's halftime it's, it's, it's that's longer than a halftime stoppage it's it is yeah 
it, it that was uh like uh, i was i got home from sacramento on saturday and i was oh. like i'm sure the quakes game is over and it wasn't and i was like Damn. wait what the hell and then i tried to figure out what what uh what went wrong and wouldn't you know it so yeah that that whole situation went down i don't even know if they have any resolution on that um so yeah we'll we'll see what happens well answer uh, me this that. about the earthquakes since their shiny new stadium from 2015, are they spending money now? No. No. Not really, no. So that stadium was built in 2015, and it's fantastic. John Fisher still don't pay money. John, See, John Fisher can't even keep a head coach. That's the problem. Because yeah. they had a they had a arguably, you know, was, writing was on the wall, but their previous coach you know, that was promising for them. You know, they were winning a lot of games and then are there they owners got no in major league soccer? That's like just a hundred percent all in. Are there yeah. owners that are like Kansas oh, yeah. city, Dallas, New York, LA, all three of them. Yeah. All three <laughs> LA teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's definitely, I think, the closest thing you, if you're going to pick one, Portland Timbers is probably closest to how the San Jose earthquakes operate. But even then, they're still they're sp- spending money on players. Yeah. So, and they're, they're, they're still very competitive as well. Um, we're not like, like, I mean, they've been in the hunt for championships for a few years now. Uh, I have a cousin that uh, goes to games up there. So, yeah. Yeah. So, John Fisher is always the problem. It's me. On the problem. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Vince. Yep. There's your Taylor <laughs> I don't Swift know how reference, Vince, and it wasn't uh, even feels me. about uh portraying that that's the song that John Fisher hears, you know. Like, how dare you do that to his uh Swifty <laughs> to his girl? Yeah. Blondie does not appreciate being associated with the likes of John Fisher, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> she's about to be a billionaire. Maybe she should buy the A's in the earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i would love the fuck out of that Vince, you would oh wow. oh what what a show we blondie for ownership in the mlb let's go Here's imagine campaign so oh. can you imagine being like i just got signed to the uh oakland uh athletics on the starting shortstop um sir you get to pick your walk-up music um we yeah. have selected uh some songs that we think would be perfect for you and like these are all taylor swift songs like yeah yeah Exactly. The good news is they're all bangers, <laughs> man. Uh, Come on, hashtag it. Make it happen. She one, needs to know. <laughs> one good dream. One good dream. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, I just want to touch base on the Masters here. Um, I'm obviously a big golf nut here. Uh, Brooks Kepka led for three days, but they don't win games or tournaments in three days. They win tournaments in four days. And fortunately, Brooke Kepka was plus 12, finished out his round at minus eight, and loses to John Ram, who wins at minus 12, takes the green jacket, gets the sweet trophy, gets to pick his dinner next year for the next year's Masters. And um, one thing to note, too, is Phil Mickelson finished at minus eight. I didn't even know he was in the running, so... Good for him. Uh, it was the first time in a really long time that players who are now with Live Golf and the PGA got to play with each other. So I thought that was fun and uh, just a kind of a, an enjoyable thing to watch the best of the best get to play against each other again. So um, also to Odell Beckham Jr., he's with the Ravens, decided to throw a party in Miami, and they went crazy because he signed with the team. Pretty lame. But here we yeah. are. Well, he's I mean, that's that's the bait to try to get Lamar back in the room. We'll see. We're, we'll we'll see if that actually works or not. I I have my doubts, but you know, I whatever. know, man. Draft draft week is uh two weeks, not that far away. Yeah, we got a couple weeks away. We might have a little surprise for some of you at some point coming oh, up. Ooh. Ooh. Little tease, Ooh. little tease could be fun. Ooh. I like it. I like it. All right, guys. Well. Anything else for the uh, great of the order here? Not just the good of the order, the great of the order. I see what you're doing. We're going to step up. I I respect it. What about the goat of the order? Can we do the goat of the order? Hmm. I don't know if we've done anything goat worthy yet. Oh, well, I'll sacrifice. We're honing in on our greatness. Yeah, we Mm got to work our way there. 
but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love the goal setting right here. We're establishing yeah, yeah. goals. Yeah. Start <laughs> high. Never shoot low. That's right. Always shoot high. All Taylor right, for owners. Taylor for owner. All right, guys, you're <laughs> listening to the SVT podcast. Subscribe on our YouTube and hit the bell to get alerts. when we post a new episode, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SVT sports pod slide into our DMS. We would love to interact with you guys. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night.